Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How the hell are you? Hope you're doing fantastic. Oh, man. I got to tell you, right out the gate, um, I'm in my office and there is some sort of, it's, I, I'm not trying to throw any particular brand of air freshener out the, out the window, but there is some sort of Glade plug-in or some shit that has been plugged in my office. Y'all, my eyebrows are on fucking fire. Okay. I got a headache from, I don't know if the smell is lilac, peony, honeysuckle. It's some sort of sweet begonia. I mean, my eyes are on fire. Holy shit. I opened two windows and it's 30 degrees outside. I I hate it. I hate it. I like a light diffuser. You know what I mean? A sensible smell. Anybody used to, okay, remember in college, I mean, I went to school in Oxford, Mississippi. We would go to this incense store, which was very bizarre. Like, you know, they're only in college towns especially in like Asheville, North Carolina, somewhere in Oregon. But we had this fucking hippy dippy incense store where you would go get the little sticks of it. And every, everybody, every like SAE, you'd go to their house, the off-campus house, you know what I mean? Not the fraternity house, but you go over to their house and some guy named like Warren and Warren was, has nearly burned down his, off-campus house 65 times because of the incense. But you'd walk in there and it would smell like dank weed and patchouli. It's that, it's that level. And if you sat there long enough, even if you just stopped by for a happy hour, you would, you would leave with the worst fucking headache of your life. That's where I'm at right now. But it's like sweet. It's like, oh my God, what is this fucking sunflower? Oh my God, I'm, it's killing me. I mean, my eyes are like melting, but here we are. Let me take a sip of the, the old water. Hold on. Oh man. All right. Well, pray for me because this is a strong scent and I don't know what we can do to get this out of here. I mean, it was a hard, hard decorating flex on my mother's part to plug these bitches in when she knows I'm sensitive. I mean, fuck, I'm so sensitive. I can't even use you know what I never understood? I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm never going to get a Tide commercial, so I don't give a shit. When people use like Tide, I mean, I was that kid from the get, from the jump. I had to use like fragrance-free shit. 
I can wear perfume and all that jazz, but I don't understand these kids who would like, literally they come to school and their parents, they smelled good because their parents would wash their shit in like the Tide that has red dye in it, blue number seven. And it's always Blue Lake. Have you ever looked at the back of something with blue dye and it's like Blue Lake 45? And then directly below that, it's like, you will get cancer. So I never, I was never allowed to have like the high C, the, um, any of that. Cause I, I don't do well with the coloring. I don't do well with it inside the skin, outside the skin. So when kids would come to school and they would be fresh with that tide, I remember the kids in gym and they'd always have the freshest clothes, but mine was like air dried, kind of like a farm girl. And I could only use pure all or clear, all clear, all pure, no scent. My mom would put lavender oil on my pillow. You know, we were a little bit of a hippie dippy bitch. Robin's always been a little organic. I mean, she'll wear a fur, so let's not call her a hippie. She'll wear a fur and gold and diamonds, but she uses all natural products. Grateful for that, but also it's because I can't handle anything. You know, this bitch will wash the entire house in apple cider vinegar and white vinegar. My God, this shit smells so intense in here. It's like giving me a heart attack. I'm not kidding. You have a chest pain. Fuck. Anyways, um, <laughs> just want to scare y'all. Like I went silent for a second. Like something happened. It's I'm kidding. I'm here. I'm. It's a joke. Anyways, I was always jealous of those kids. And I don't know, maybe we could pull a couple kids I went to school with. You know, I don't think I was a stinky kid. I really don't think I was because I always had like a nice lavender lotion. You know, I crushed a fucking bath and body work. So I could fuck with the scent in those lotions, the vanilla bean, the warm vanilla sugar. I was always a vanilla sandalwood amber kind of gal. But in the third grade, do you remember when you get that coupon in the fucking mail and you go to the mall on Black Friday, you'd have to go on the sale day. And you get sun ripened raspberry, cucumber melon. And remember that Smucker's vanilla lip gloss? And you, I'd rub it on my lips all day. And it had glitter in it. And I always had chapped lips. It's one of those products that's really bad for you. My hands were constantly dry when I'd use the cucumber melon because it was just full of like acid chemicals. And my lips always had an eczema rash. Like I was that kid, instead of the milk mustache, I had the red rash because it looked like I licked my lips too much. But it was actually because I was addicted to the Smucker's glitter lip gloss that I was like highly allergic to. So I wasn't a stinky kid. I still had, you know, accoutrements, but I was always jealous of the kids. Like if I went over to somebody's house, like if I went over to Anne Marie's house and her mom did my laundry because I spent the night, I would, I would like literally get the full tide Okay, that's going to sound weird, but do you know what I'm talking about when you go to somebody else's house and they use different products than you did? Didn't matter if it was like more high-end or cheaper products, but because they use different products and you were like oddly jelly, like you get your socks back. Okay, you guys really go with me on this one. This may be just a total Heather McMahon, like I I'm, I'm, can only speak for myself, but when I'd spend the night at my friend's house, okay? And then we had uniforms, okay? So we wore the same uniform every day. So of course, you know, you always had to wash your uniform. And I'd come down the stairs the next morning, I'd get my breakfast and then I'd get my clean, warm, toasted Christian school skirt 
and it smelled like some cancer, just full-blown cancer detergent. And I sniff it and I was like, I'm going to have the freshest pussy all day. (laughs) You know what I mean? I was like, nobody can call me Stinky McMahon because I'm going to smell so good today. And you put those socks, those warm socks up to your, up to your mouth. And you're like, oh my God, Mrs. Johnson, she does the best laundry ever. And I wish my mom loved me more. That's it. That's what I would do. And even though I always had a great relationship with my mother, we didn't use, we used the, I mean, our laundry always smelled good, but it was all natural. And I was so jealous of the kids with the chemicals. You know what I mean? I was, I was so jealous of the kids with chemicals. I mean, I was that bitch who had the the Capri Sun, okay? But only like the sugar-free one. I wasn't allowed to have the high C. Do you remember the Ghostbusters or was it Goosebumps? Goosebumps or Ghostbusters, one of them. The high C juice box drinks and they were like lime green. Never. It was never allowed to touch my fucking lips. And I think maybe that's why as a child, as an adult, I see a pack of like gushers and I just fucking black out and I'll put the gushers, I'll rip the tips off and then I'll put the, suck out the jelly and then I'll put them over my teeth. Like I got none, you know what I'm saying? And I'll just sit there on my couch high as a kite with gushers over my teeth and just rub them back and forth like, and think about what I missed out on my childhood. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And damn, dude, I used to go to my friend Annie's house. Annie's still one of my best friends. Shout out to Annie. I know she's listening to this right now while she feeds her baby at 2 a.m. I used to go over to Annie's house and Annie's mom would make us this high C fruit punch that was essentially like, remember like Country Time Lemonade? You know, you get the big vat at like Costco and you put the sugar in. And then her mom, though, would add seven extra ladles of sugar. And I mean, this shit had so much red dye and food coloring. She and I both, she and I both at many points in our childhoods were like, we, we are bigger than all the other girls in our class. And I, not even like a size wise, like she and I both had double D's by the time we were 15. And I'm pretty sure it's because she, we drank way too much of that high C punch. It had some sort of human growth hormone in it. And this bitch also had a zip line. You want to talk about going to a fun fucking friend's house? We would, we would free base the fucking high C red punch, fruit punch that we homemade. See, that was the thing. When people already got it made in the jug, they, those parents were fucking lazy. If you had a mom who made it fresh where she could control the sugar and she upped the ante, you knew you were going to be fucking lit till Sunday. And she and I would fucking freebase that juice, have 65 bags of Chex Mix, and then we'd hit that zip line, zoom, shoom, zoom, back and forth. And then this is my friend who I also made her put rubber cement glue all over her face in the fourth grade. I'm sure I've told you this story a million times because we were playing spa at recess. I don't know why that sounds weird, but Annie said, what if I put this rubber cement all over my face? I said, I dare you. And she did. And she started to asphyxiate because she later on found out that she's allergic to shellfish and (laughs) rubber cement glue. 
You know what I'm saying? That was my childhood. But I'd go over to her house and her mom had the best fucking snacks. And if you went to our house, you were lucky if you got a green apple. My mom didn't even buy the Granny Smith sour apples. Robin would be, buy the fucking bad, soft-skinned, little too mushy in the middle, shitty red apple. You know what I'm talking about. There are so many phenomenal apple choices and Robin would get, she wouldn't even buy enough. So we had two apples to cut. We, my sister and I would have to share one shitty apple and my dad did well, but Robin was so cheap growing up with us that we literally had to share a soggy fucking apple. I'll tell you what, Anne Marie, Mary Beth, Katie, all of them, when they come to my house, they bring their own snacks. However, though, when it came to mealtime, my mom, chicken piccata, chicken marsala, fucking beef bourgogne, because she was a gourmet chef. So she would make a meal, but our snack situation was dire. I'm not even kidding you. I had bitches show up with full fucking, you know, large European international travel size checked bags for a one night sleepover. You know what they'd do? We would lift up my trundle bed because who didn't, dude, fucking trundle beds. Do you remember how much fun it was? You'd be tucked into your bed, your friend, when you got to pop out the trundle bed, when you got to literally look at your best friend and be like, you're spending the night, you're spending the fucking night. And your head would explode and you were just sweaty. And then you both take a shower, right? Sometimes together, sometimes not, depending on like what age you were at. And I'm not trying to be creepy, but you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you're, I mean, I think Annie and I took showers together up until like, honestly, probably last week, you know, she's got two kids now, but we do what we got to (laughs) do. No, actually, y'all, I remember because I've been friends with my friends since we were like babies. I remember the day that my friend Mary, she said, my mom said we were too old to take like showers together. Nothing freaky. You know what I mean? Just kids, just young kids. And I remember I cried. I was so upset. I was like, we're getting old. And I knew that was the day that we probably couldn't do the zip line anymore because A, we were, you know, past the weight limit. But anyways, the trundle bed, let me get back to that. The trundle bed, when you pop that bad boy out, right? And what we would do is Anne Marie would bring over a giant international travel, large check suitcase full of fucking snacks. She had the powder. I mean, literally it was like she was a fucking drug dealer. You remember the movie Heavyweights where all the kids go to fat camp? Great fucking movie. That was Annie and I. And she'd bring over all the accoutrements. I mean, fucking king size baby Ruth. You remember a baby Ruth bar? Looked like a turd. Tasted like success. Six of those under the trundle bed. And then when I would then go to, and I would always the next day make sure I threw the trundle bed back under my bed and it lightly so it wouldn't crunch the, (laughs) crunch all the treats. Oh my God. You know, you have these memories as a child that you suppress and you don't think. You're like, why did I do that? Because I was just doing me. This episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast is brought to you by Foria. Foria, let's get freaky, baby. What is Foria? Foria is an incredible company 
And you know what they make? They make all natural plant-based ingredients to intensify your sexual pleasure and relieve discomfort. They make incredible stuff to spice up the bedroom, keep it freaky, whether you're by yourself or you got 10 people there. I'm talking about for you. Here's the deal. They make products that will transform your sexual pleasure. And especially if you have a vagina or somebody that you love has a vagina. Okay. Foria's products are made to help women and especially like just help them experience full sexual pleasure from heightened orgasms for more sexual comfort. Foria's bestseller, Awaken Arousal Oil, is the ultimate pleasure pregame. And what is an arousal oil? Well, Awaken is like a juicy warm up that helps you really get turned on. Okay. Increase your pleasure and deepen your orgasm with your partner solo. It uses CBD and warming sensation inducing organic botanicals that enhance arousal, sensitivity, pleasure, and access to orgasms that will help with any discomfort. Best of all, Awaken, it's just, you know, it just turns on. That's all you need. I think they have really fun, incredible products. I think it's an awesome company and I've got a special deal for you. So yes, you have my permission to try this. I fully endorse you to go ahead and treat yourself to more deeper, fuller, crazier pleasure, baby, whenever you can find it. Because sometimes the only thing you want underneath the Christmas tree, it's just a damn sexual release. You feel me? Santa, where's my for Listen, they're offering a special deal for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order by visiting foriawellness.com slash absolutely or use promo code absolutely at checkout. That's F-O-R-I-A wellness.com forward slash absolutely for 20% off your first order. I recommend trying their Awaken Arousal Oil and Sex Oil. Honey, you'll thank me later. But I did cry the day that I realized I was, you know, too old to take a shower with my friends. I, I did. I was upset. You know, my love language is personal time. And I felt like it was, we were taking time away from each other. Not, and, and not at the least most platonic. We're just two, you know, seven-year-olds having fun in the tub, completely innocent. And I cried. I knew, I knew I'm sentimental like that. I knew the day that Mary said, you know what? My mom said, no, I knew I was like, you know what? Time is fleeting. And we're not always going to be young. And I think she was like, no, it's just because one of us got our period early or something. I don't fucking know. Annie and Mary, I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to embarrass y'all. It's really on me. You know, but again, these are my friends where I would smoke cigarettes at like eight outside on their porch with their parents and be like, let me tell you what. I'll tell you what, right now, you you want to know what's wrong with the economy? That was me. But also, I was also crying because I knew life is short. You know what I mean? And you don't know when your youth is gone. And, and then now here I am, 34, almost 35 years old. I got one good egg. I got sciatica. I've got, I'll tell you what's triggering this this youthful conversation though. I have never been this broken out in my life. Yeah, I'm good with makeup, but there's something hormonally. I'm on my period right now. I look like my name is Chad. I am on the soccer team and you know that kid, Stinky. You know that kid. Let's call him Stinky Steve. He was the kid who went way too fucking hard in PE and he would come back into the room and he'd always have math class afterwards where you had to like kind of sit and pay attention and he would be soaking wet. So No, no, I know exactly what this kid's name is. It's Kevin. It's Kevin. Let's not deny it. And Kevin would come into the classroom just drenched and he always had long hair. Like he shouldn't have got, he should have gotten a haircut like two months ago. 
and it was stuck to the back of his head. And he kept doing like, you know, trying to cool off his t-shirt. And you were like that kid, that kid definitely needs to use Tide. But that was it. I don't know where I was going with this, but you know what I'm saying? That was the kid, Kevin, who's just always fucking sweaty. I mean, I did minimal effort at PE. I had a blast, but I, I always knew, listen, I'm not already set up for success. My mom's used, you know, white vinegar to wash my socks because I'll end up with eczema on my toes. So I got to come correct. I got to do a light, brisk walk because if I get too sweaty, it's, it's, it's not good. You know, it's not great. It was always fucking Kevin. Kevin and always a kid named Jake. You know him, Kevin and Jake. And one played soccer and then one was like on track and field and they would go so fucking hard at PE. It could be dodgeball. It could be, your, you know, the scooter day when you sat on those little scooters and ran around. It could be softball, anything. And these kids would go so fucking hard and there was the one girl and her name was like Stacy. Oh God. And the three of them wouldn't shut the fuck up and they took it too seriously. And you're like, I'd love to go a hundred percent right now, but I can't because my mom doesn't use Tide. So this is for all of us. And then I would just start crying and everyone would be like, why are you crying? And I'm like, because I I'm too old to take a shower with my friends anymore. And they were like, we got to send you to the counselor. (laughs) So stupid. What the fuck am I talking about? I'm sorry. I'm just laughing. Anyways, that's where I feel. Kevin and fucking Jake. Always Jake. You know, we had a kid named Jake in our school. Known the kid since we were three. He didn't like chocolate. And that was his thing. And he used to say it to be controversial. He'd be like, I didn't like chocolate. I hate chocolate. And maybe like to me, chocolate, disliking chocolate is not like a cilantro thing. You know what I mean? If you have the the gene for cilantro, it literally tastes like soap in your mouth. I love cilantro. I'm a very herbaceous woman. Cilantro, fennel, parsley, um, put a little dill, oregano, dried rosemary. I love that. The more green and herbaceous basil, (laughs) forget it forget it. So I understood that if you don't, you're like, ah, I don't fuck with, I, I don't fuck with like people who don't like mayo too. I get it. I love mayo, but I get it. If you're like, I don't fuck with mayo. It's a texture thing. I get it. But this one fucking kid, Jake would go so hard. would go so fucking hard at PE. And then he would come sit in the classroom and was so stinky and so wet. And then you know, this is before, like, you know, nowadays with kids, you can't, nothing can have chocolate, peanuts, fun, love, awesomeness in it. If you bring a snack to an elementary now that has anything that seems remotely fucking delicious in it, somebody's allergic to it. So it wasn't an allergy. And every time we get like, you know, in math, like if, if we were good or if nobody acted up, we get a Hershey kiss, right? Cute little thing. Who didn't like, like a fucking Hershey kiss? And Jake would always get a peppermint. This fucker, that's right. He would always make a stink and get a fucking peppermint because he hated chocolate. And I remember, (laughs) I mean, listen, you cannot like chocolate, but for some reason, when you're in the sixth grade, you know this fucker is just pushing the boundaries. And he would always, uh, he sat behind me and he was way smarter than me. And he'd always be like, oh, 
oh, I don't like chocolate. And he would bring it up. And we're like, we fucking know. Miss Miller knows. She's going to slide you a York peppermint. No, because that's got chocolate. One of those just regular red and white peppermints that stick to the plastic. If they've been in like a, a bowl in your doctor's office for too long. You know what I'm saying? Talk about red number seven. Okay. Fuck. I've been sucking on those for years. No wonder I'm short circuiting these days. Anyways, but I could feel it. The words would be coming to the tip of his lip and I would turn around and go, we know Jake, you don't like chocolate. We fucking know. And then I'd light a cigarette and walk out of class and take myself directly to detention. Are you kidding me? If I said we fucking know, I would literally get beaten with an inch of my life at my school. You know, I always wonder, they haven't asked me to come back and talk, but the alumni association sometimes reaches out. And this is like, you know, a, a Christian school, but there are days where I'm like, I would come back and be like, let me tell you what, I would be a scared straights program. And you know what I would tell these kids? Be nice in high school. I always was because if you're like, if you're the coolest person in high school, if that's it, if you're like the star quarterback and all this shit, but you're also an asshole, like you, you think about the cool kid, that's the best you're ever going to do. But if you're the cool kid and you're nice and caring and like a cool person, you're going to continue to elevate your life and do nice things. But what I like to go back and tell kids is like, listen, if there's that one cool kid in school who's an asshole, this is the best they're ever going to do. They're going to tear their ACL playing basketball in college. And then it's a wrap. And then they're going to sell insurance for a couple of years and probably knock up a woman named Brittany. And then maybe, I don't know, move to South Florida. Like, that's it. That's it. Anyways, I don't know why. I just felt like Jake was a liar. Who didn't like fucking chocolate? I don't know why. I'm triggered. I'm sorry. Speaking of South Florida, wow. Okay, we had two insane shows this weekend. Pensacola and Charleston. Two of the loudest physically, like, physically the loudest shows I have ever been to in my life. I hadn't even gone out on stage in Pensacola and the, the, the theater was shaking. It was fucking insane. Now, unfortunately in Pensacola, there was this mom and daughter couple on the front row. And, and I, I say this because I just don't understand why people do this. They were having a good time at first. And then it just turned into this woman was unbuttoning her shirt. I couldn't even get through the first eight minutes of jokes that this woman, every single word that came out of my mouth. Yes, Heather, just screaming. And I asked her a couple of times to stop. Then this woman put her glass of red wine on the stage, her bag of Cheetos. Then the Cheetos fell everywhere. Then she and her daughter started fighting. I, I did not want to have them escorted out. I just wanted them to go to the lobby and get a glass of water and sober up for a second. I don't know. I didn't see them come back. I don't know really what happened with that, but they started to fight. And as soon as they started to fight loudly on the front row, the other people in like the second row kind of looked at me and I was like, we got to go. You know what I mean? I was like, let's, let's get them some water. So I just wanted them to go out let the older woman button her top, top up and get out. But guys, I don't understand this. Like I, I, y'all come to this show, have a great time, but I want you to remember the show. And again, it's, it's also a safety thing because it concerns me. It concerns me. Um, I'm so grateful for y'all coming out and I have so much fun at the shows and I have a, a drink on stage and we're having a great time, but you've paid to come to a performance and other people have too. And there's no reason why two people in the front row who were throwing Cheetos at each other, it was a mom and daughter. 
You know what I mean? I'm like, you paid a lot of money to sit on the front row. Why are you so blackout right now? That was my concern. And so it's not fair for the other 1800 people in the theater to not be able to hear the show or enjoy the show because these two are fighting. I didn't know what was going on, but mom was definitely fully overserved. So um, I apologize about that. I hope they're okay. Hope everybody's well. But you know, that Florida was wild. The first 10 minutes, and when you're doing that and you're, you're doing comedy and you're trying to drudge through, but all you can do is hear these two people fighting. I was like, you know what? It feels like you get hit by a bus sometimes physically. You're like, you walk off stage and you're like, dude, I'm fucking dizzy. <laughs> you know what I mean, the Florida, South Florida, y'all. And then everybody was like, meet us at the fucking crab shack after the show. And I was like, y'all, I need to go back to my residence in by the airport right now. And I just need to have a glass of, you know, gas station wine and just think about what happened. Um, but Pensacola is such a wild and fun show. And then we got to Charleston and y'all know I had stories about Charleston last time. It was the most fun show. We had the coolest freaking thing happen. One, my mom came out on stage and, um, it was her birthday. And to have, I think it was close to 2000 people, like a total sold out show to have that amount of people sing happy birthday to her. She cried when she got off stage. Like that was the coolest shit. I'm going to put it up on Instagram this week. Cause it's just so amazing. What a, like that was a real wild experience. And then we had this beautiful couple. Congratulations to Tim and Alexa. They got engaged and Alexa was completely shocked. And she had told him, she's like, listen, the only way basically you could surprise me is if you, uh, I don't know, proposed to me at the Heather McMahon show. And they live in Austin and he got her tickets to come to the Charleston show. And Tim was so nervous. He had been texting back and forth, Chris and Christina, and they had been planning everything. So I brought him up on stage and he proposed to her and it was, the crowd went wild and it was the warmest, most loving, most joyful sensation. And she was thrilled. And she was like, I mean, I literally made a joke. I was like, the only way you could surprise me is if you do it at Heather McMahon. And he pulled it off. The ring was beautiful. Of course, I've threatened them with an inch of their life that if I'm not invited to the wedding, which Alexa has told me will probably be in the Philippines, you know, your girl thrives in Southeast Asia. I'll be upset, but they were just the greatest couple. So hopefully when I get back to Austin, Alexa and Tim, if you hear this, we will go out and we will celebrate. Um, sorry, yesterday got busy in Charleston, but I can't wait to see you guys. And what I mean, that's the coolest thing. We had a great couple the first year in Portland get engaged and they were just the coolest couple. And it's like when people involve me in those parts of their lives, I'm just so honored and touched. You have no idea. And so then to also be able to bring my mom out on stage and y'all be a part of our family and what's going on, you have no idea. I really truly mean this. I am coming from such a, a place of gratitude. Thank you for being a part of my life and letting me be a part of yours. This is the coolest shit ever. So even though you got to deal with some drunk sallies every now and then and and all that jazz. Again, I also bring that up because I'm concerned. Y'all are my family. Um, I'm yours. And I, I just want to keep an eye on everybody and make sure everyone's having a great time. Because my only job, right, is to come out and give you the best fucking bang for your buck, the funniest show, the funniest jokes. I work very hard on my material and very hard on, I take my job very seriously and always have been. 
Um, so I just want to make sure that you guys get the most out of it. And to do that, it also, you know, makes me want to say, Hey, come to the shows, have some fun, have some drinks, but come in and respect the other people in the audience and respect yourself and take care of each other. That's also important to me. All right. Anyways, congratulations to Tim and Alexa. Shout out to everybody in Florida. Shout out to everybody in Charleston. Y'all were some bad babies. Okay. Um, and, and I'm so grateful for what I do. Let's hit the hotline 800-213-7503. As always, guys, I've got a lot of episodes that I'm going to be recording this week for the rest of the year. Um, so hit the hotline. I want to hear any of your anxiety or any, some positive things that you're feeling towards going into the holiday season. Just hit me with them. And if you've been to shows recently, I've been going through those voicemails. I love to hear the exciting things that happen. And even some of the, like the, oh shit moments. Wait, side note, a woman got hit. I, I, I hope she calls in. If you're listening, please call in and let me know what ended up happening. A woman at the Charleston show who I talked to, like did crowd work with, she got hit by a car and I think almost broke her arm, reset it, came to the show, had no idea until we got to the VIP meet and greet after that she was holding her arm. And she was like, side note, my absolutely not is I got hit by a car before I came in here. I'm like, what? I'm like, one, why the fuck are you here? Go to the hospital. She's like, I'm going to go right now. But it was like a hit and run. So if you're listening to this, please call in and let me know what ended up happening. But that's some fucking dedication right there. And I hope she's okay. God, saying a prayer on that one. As always, call into the absolutely not line, 800-213-7503. Let's get into the episode with your voicemails. If you don't know what to get for your sister, your mother, your cousin, for Christmas, it's easy. Done. I got it for you right here. And it's the Olive and June Manny system. This is the chicest, most high-end, most affordable, on that note, luxurious, nail kit system in the game. Listen, we hope you've fallen in love with your Manny system, okay? Because if you've already ordered it, you're like, girl, I know what you're talking about, right? But with the Olive and June Manny system, the polish lasts seven plus days and does not chip. And with the Manny system, each at-home Manny comes out to be about just $2. I love it. You can't possibly think that you're going to have time to run into the nail salon. Then you got to sit there. You got to make an appointment. The holiday nail salon is like a absolute shit show. But with the Olive and June at-home Manny system, you can do it Literally, you're about to go to the bar. Da, 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 da. I touch, touch up my nails. Bada bing, bada boom. I'm out the door looking fabulous. And it makes DIY Manny's look salon perfect. And hey, they last seven plus days. I, I know you're like, how is that possible? It's because Olive and June just makes a killer, killer high quality product. I love them. I take it on the road with me for touch ups. I'm obsessed. And they get a six polish breakdown, which ends up being $2 a Manny. And I used to spend, dude, by the time I walk out of a nail salon, it's usually like 120 bucks. No lie. No lie. Okay. The polish is so amazing. My friend, sister, mother, brother all asked me if my polish was gel and honey. It isn't. I did it myself. It's the Olive and June Manny system. Here's the deal. Um, get your new nail life. It's here around the corner. I got you. This is a great gift to give people this Christmas season. Get 20% off your first Manny system when you use promo code absolutely at oliveandjune.com. We're done with expensive bad Manny's. I got you. This is the new us now. Again, go to oliveandjune.com. Use promo code absolutely to get 20% off your first Manny system. Hey, Heather, this is Annie from Columbia, South Carolina. A group of 10 of us just saw your show in Charleston, and it was awesome. It was fun leading up to it, and we were looking forward to it for weeks, and it did not disappoint. 
But I have an absolutely yes for you. So something you don't warn us about is that there is this bond and almost cult following like of of Heather McMahon fans. And we can spot each other. I made friends with another fan in the bathroom at the restaurant before the show uh, because a, another female, I'm sure she wasn't a fan, threw up in the handicap stall and we bonded over that. So that was awesome. I made a new friend waiting in line for alcohol at the show. I have her number. We're now Facebook friends. I mean, it's a real thing. So there's just this, this bond that happens that is, is pretty great. Everyone is there. You know, we're all your friends. You just don't know us. And, um, and it's pretty great. So absolutely. Yes. To the fun attitudes and friendships born. Thanks to Heather. All right. Hope to see you soon. Annie from South Carolina. I love to hear that. Thank you for sharing that with me. Listen, that's what's truly the coolest thing. And I got to tell you, at the Charleston show, there was this awesome couple right front row in, in the center. And I hope if they're listening to this, that I just adored you. And this husband had the best fucking energy. And he's wearing a um, like tiger cheetah print uh, some sort of, I think it was a leopard. I can't remember exactly, but jacket and she had a matching dress on and they were fucking having the time of their lives. And it like, to me to see the community of women, but then to also see couples coming together and they're a part of it. You have no idea how much it fills me with joy. I told you my love language is time. You cannot get time back with people. So to get all of my favorite people in one room, to see you spending time with your girlfriends, to see you spending time with your loved ones, your moms, your aunts, your cousins, to bring your husbands to the show, for husbands to surprise their wives. To me, that is something that I'm, that is why I love what I do because I don't care how fucking cheesy it is. Yeah, I'm a comedian and what my job is to take your mind off shit and for us to giggle. But this really, I love starting off, you know, the hotline with something positive because that's what I get. And then I meet women after the shows or like I was at at Leon's Oyster Shop in, in Charleston and these women came up to me and they were like, dude, we flew all the way from Portland or we flew from San Francisco and this was, you know, we were all college roommates and now we're finally getting together and we haven't seen each other in forever. Like that is it. If that, if coming to a Heather McMahon show means that you get together with people you haven't seen in a while and you fucking take your mind off shit and you meet some people, that's fucking great. And I always say you can come to show solo. You can come and have a good time. There's, it is such a cool community of a blended group of folks who want to have a good time. And always, if you're like, shit, you know, I, I don't want to go alone buy the ticket, come alone. You're going to meet some awesome people. And it means the world to me. I love that. And I also love that you bonded over a woman barfing in the bathroom. That, that is 100%. If I was going to leave my own review of my show, it would say the following come for the giggles, stay for the friendship over a bitch who barfed in the handicap stall. You know what I mean? And that's called teamwork. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's what that is. But yeah, I just feel like I have a very full, warm heart um, from all the cool people that have come to these shows. And it's like groups of like eight or 10 people, like Bestie. I had a group of guys that were the Charleston show that were all like fraternity brothers from... Uh, they went to college to Charleston and they came back and it was like a group of like eight dudes. I I was like, what? fuck yeah. 
and they, they brought their wives. Like it was just the coolest thing to see this, this cult. And, and listen, I'll tell you what right now, if this is what it means to be a cult leader, fucking yes, baby. <laughs> Although I think if we technically make this a religion, I don't have to pay taxes. So I would like for my accountant to figure that out because I got slapped hoard. You know what I'm saying? But if this is what it is, like if I have created a actual cult, I would like to call you the McManiacs, McManiacs, like the Animaniacs, but McManiacs, that's, it's a solid. I just, it's, it's very solid. It's very solid. I'm great with branding. If the comedy doesn't work out, I would run a a head advertising firm and sell shit all day long because that's the way my brain works. But if this is a cult, if I have done that, then I just want to say thank you and allow me to figure out again how to file that with the IRS so therefore we don't pay taxes. You know, and that way you wouldn't have to then also pay tax on like merch you buy. So really it's full circle. It's a win-win for everyone. And then maybe we wouldn't have to pay tax on the alcohol that we serve at the show. I'm just saying, look into it, somebody who is smarter than me. It's so funny too, because the like local restaurants will, will DM me, you know, it's like Antonio's pizza shop will be like, I, we didn't know who the fuck you are, but there's a hundred women here eating slices before the show and they're dressed in animal print. And I'm like, those are my girls. They're like, come on in for a free slice after the show. You dumb broad. <laughs> I'm like, thank you, Anthony. But dude, it's the fucking best. You know, it's just cool. And then to be at the meet and greets. And I think too generationally, like you have moms, you have grandma, you have the aunt. You're like, we haven't seen our fucking cousins in 20 years. And these bitches showed up. That's fucking cool. I'm not good with my cousins. And that doesn't mean beef. I saw my cousins in Boston. I looked at my go, guys, why haven't we seen each other in 20 years? There's no family beef. Everyone's very cool, cool, kosher. We all get along. We all got great senses of humor, no family drama. And it was like, we all kind of looked at each other and we were like, we just got, I don't know, tied up in our own shit. Like, have you ever done that? Not seen a cousin in like 40 years. And then you see him and you go, we're good. Why haven't we seen each other? I feel like an asshole. So Brody, Colby, Tiffany, if you hear this, I'm going to text you tonight. I miss you. You know? And maybe I'm, I'm going to get on that Ancestry.com and see who else I'm missing. I've gotten a lot of leads. I have gotten a lot of like, you're also could be connected to this family. And I don't know how to explore that yet, but I feel like maybe I might have a couple loose cousins, a couple side cousins that, you know, maybe it might equal that my mom has other siblings that her philanderer of a father didn't know about. But I'm just saying I'm cool with my current cousins. So it's like, why don't we see these people enough? And that's what people say. We, I hadn't seen my cousin in 20 years and we came to the show and I'm like, oh, you, you can't get back time, baby. So have these experiences, go out, be with the people you love and enjoy your freaking life. Life is short. Let's go. Let's get to another voicemail. The holiday season is upon us and you don't have time to feel crappy the next day after drinking. You know who else doesn't have time? Santa. Mrs. Claus, the elves, anybody making goodies in the North Pole? Because I'll tell you what, this is their busiest season. And you know what they do when they're done? Have a couple shift drinks. Throw back a couple brew dogs. 
after making whatever kind of tchotchke you need for the holidays. You know what they're taking up there? No days wasted. And guess what? They have a special holiday offer for my Absolutely Not listeners. Take 25% off this holiday season site-wide. It does not get better than that. Stay prepared for all the holiday festivities and forget the nausea. You know, the brain fog, the next day anxiety. No Days Wasted is here for you with DHM Detox, which is the vitamin for when you drink. It's an herbal supplement packed with antioxidants, anti-inflammatory ingredients, and is plant-based. We all need a little support when we have a couple drinks so we can get back to feeling our best the next day. DHM Detox uses research science to help boost your body's natural response to alcohol and help break down those pesky toxins. Just take two capsules after your first couple drinks and it goes to work. If you're not on the DHM Detox, train, you're truly missing out. And if you haven't finished your Christmas shopping, this is truly a no-brainer. Listen, okay? Hello? Alert? What do you get your Uncle Ronnie, who likes to have a bottle of wine? You get him DHM Detox. Perfect gift, baby. Put that in his stocking stuffer. He's going to thank you later, and then he'll leave you money in his trust fund. DHM Detox is also now on GoPuff, which means delivery to your house, a party, the bar, or anywhere else in 30 minutes or less. Just head over to GoPuff app and search No Days Wasted. I've got you a special 25% off your order and free shipping in the U.S. for the holidays. Just head over to nodayswasted.co, that's .co, slash absolutely 25 and use promo code absolutely 25 at checkout. That's nodayswasted.co slash absolutely 25 for 25% off your order. Hey, Heather, this is Perry, longtime listener. I just have an absolutely not for you. And it's all this stupid shadow banning on Instagram. I want to see you. I want to see Justin Anderson and I want to see House and Habit. This whole shadow banning thing is really busting my hide. Address it because we want to see you. Bye, Heather. Okay, let me address this. Okay, we've been pretty positive on this episode. Um, But the shadow ban is fucking real. Now, listen, I'm not going to get political on shit, but they are censoring us now. There's a couple people that probably need to be out. But they are fully, fully doing it. And this is what's scary, guys, because it's an algorithm. It's a robot. I don't know if you know this, but eventually I'd say, I'd say like 10 10 to 15 years, we will all be half alien, half robot. This metaverse by Zuckerberg, fucking sketchy. Did you know that people are having to buy real estate in metaverse? I barely can understand fucking Bitcoin. And now that people are buying real estate in metaverse, you know what that says? That says we're fucked. I got to go buy an AMC, you know, movie theater. I got to go buy a Dollar General as an investment property in Metaverse. Get the fuck out of here. What does that even mean? So, okay, Heather, what's a shadow ban? So if you've been looking for me on Instagram and you have to, you realize I don't pop up. My views have been getting 118th the views that they used to. People will say, I can't find you or you have to type in my entire name. I don't pop up. So many people, especially comedians, are getting shadow banned. Shadow banned is basically where there's some sort of computer chip that if I say anything negative, like a triggering word, like the other day I said something like, 
You know, if I don't look good at my wedding, I'll burn down the house. Joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. You know, it's a joke. I know it's a joke. But because the computers cannot sense context, they immediately block my videos from being seen. They'll take them down. They'll be flagged. I have three agents. I have six people at Instagram trying to deal with it, but they're like, there's nothing we can do because it's an algorithm. But the algorithm now is fucking with, I have, there's a great woman I follow on Instagram. She has this book called the fuck it diet. And it's an amazing way to like think about intuitive eating and it's really pro just being healthy, but because it's the fuck it diet. So she has a curse word and the word diet in it. She messaged me the other day and she was like, what the fuck? I'm now being shadow banned too. I'm like, yeah, because of like the context of what it is that you do. So even though she's doing a total positive thing, you can't even have fucking sarcasm anymore on the gram. There's now been a thing, and I mean, you know, take everything Joe Rogan says with a grain of salt, but there's now a thing like if you're a hunter, if you do deer hunting, elk hunting, anything, he posted something the other day that was like, those people are being shadow banned. Anybody in the health and wellness culture is being shadow banned as well because if you say the words diet, if you say something about weight loss, listen, I'm going to fucking tell you this right now. And I feel very strongly about this. And this is why you should get tickets at heatherontour.com because the only thing that we are going to be allowed to do as comedians, as creators will be live shows. And I've said this before, it's going to be like pro of fucking ambition because eventually you will become so censored on the internet and everything will be such a fucking trigger warning that we're going to be doing underground shows. I'll be wearing wigs, smoking cigarettes, drinking Chianti on stage, saying whatever the hell I want, because that is my job as a creator and as a comedian and as as, as an artist to push us through the hard times by, by laughing at what hurts the most. And that when we find common ground in what we do and when we find common ground in the trauma and the hurt, then that is how we collectively can heal. I mean, I'm not even trying to be like heady and philosophical and like preachy about this right now, but it's really fucking crazy. Also on the other end of that, I am so fucking sick of people. Trigger warning, trigger warning, (laughs) trigger warning. It's like, this is why I fucking spiraled when Demi Lovato went after that Froyo place, the big chill, because she walked in one day and it said like sugar-free diet or low fat ice cream. It's because the woman who owned the fucking yogurt shop had a dad who was a diabetic. If you eat 65 pounds of sugar and you don't, you know what I mean? Like you can be diabetic from birth. You can get gestational diabetes. You can be born with it. You can get it from, you know, other things. But Demi Lovato going in warning. I'm upset because it said low fat. Fucking buck up, bitch. Wow, I just got angry. I'm so sorry. But that kind of shit, everything now is censored. What if somebody goes into that yogurt shop and they're like, hey, I'm I'm diabetic. I can't have something with sugar. Thank God. Hey, what if I'm trying to get my health on check? I'd like a low fat option. Maybe my cholesterol's high. It's, you know, you guys who come to the shows, you know, we fucking talk about it all. That is my job. But everyone's cheering me. Trigger warning, Santa, trigger warning. (laughs) Like, listen, if you're being an asshole and I understand that people go through shit, right? I understand that. Hey, trigger warning, I'm about to talk about domestic violence. I'm about to talk about abuse or eating disorders. I totally respect that. I get that, but this is insane. 
I can't even make fun of myself on Instagram without it being locked down. And I don't know what to do. So a lot of people, if you're like, I haven't been able to find you, it's because they're censoring us. I'm continuing to post, but I've had to be very, and I love the app. I've always loved Instagram. That's my jam. That's been my place. But I don't know what's going on. We're eventually turning into robots. And then for the rest of our lives, anything that anybody remotely, I had a cat die next to its litter box. And you don't see me going around every time somebody's like, new kitten alert, trigger warning. I had a cat die once. I had a cat die once. And I actually had to take its sweet, cold, lifeless body and put it in a plastic container and keep it in the garage till I drove it to the vet the next day. Rest in peace, Kramer. But you don't hear me commenting on everybody's, you got a kitten for Christmas? Congratulations. My dad died right in front of me from cancer and you don't hear me going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Please do not report me to like, this is what happens though. I'm starting a cult and it's going to be a tough love cult. But I don't know. I don't know. It just makes me nuts. So as an artist, you know, it, it puts you in a weird spot, but I'm going to keep creating and I'm going to keep giggling because that's what I know. And there's a difference if you're like an asshole or if you're a giggling. But yeah, the shadow band, I mean, it's insane. You can't say anything. But it, again, this is eventually because uh, Mark Zuckerberg's going to implant us with something. It's not the vaccine. I hate to tell you all this. We will eventually be fucking robots and turn into a half robot in the metaverse. And then because I bought an early shopping center because I'm getting into quote unquote real estate, I'll be okay. Literally, this is a thing. People are buying real estate, apartment complexes, shopping centers, restaurants. It's like, you want to be a restaurateur? Do it in the metaverse. What the fuck? And I'm sure in 10 years, they're going to archive this episode of the podcast and be like, look at her. She's canceled because she didn't buy a shopping center in, in the AI world. She's canceled because she said trigger warnings. People need to calm the fuck down. I mean, it's crazy. Good luck. If I could be eating a roast chicken. I love rotisserie chicken. You know it. I only do a day of though. Two day old roast chick- rotisserie chicken. Unless you've pulled it off the bone, we're not doing it. You can't even eat a fucking chicken leg, chicken thigh on Instagram without saying trigger warning, meat. Meat product, trigger warning. Like, what the fuck? I don't know, dude. Come to heatherontour.com and we will laugh and talk about all the things. Because guess what? Get your tickets now before they literally ban us from doing anything fun. <laughs> Let's get to the next voicemail. Y'all know this. I don't even have to tell you. But you know that healthcare for women is unnecessarily complicated. It's like, why though? Why though do I have to jump through six hoops to get some birth control if I want it? Listen, this is why I love Pill Club, okay? Pill Club is an amazing way to have discreet delivery of self-care goodies and it's sent directly to your door. 
Let me tell you about Pill Club. Here's the thing. Access to affordable health care has become so much harder for women in recent years. You want to gain your time and your peace of mind back with the Pill Club. They make access to affordable birth control, period care, and sexual wellness products simple and easy with an online subscription. Get your birth control prescribed online by a licensed medical provider and delivered discreetly to your door for free with the Pill Club. Life is stressful enough, okay? You shouldn't have to worry about everything else. You should be able to go online, order what you want, have it delivered, and discreetly be able to get what you need for yourself in a timely fashion. And that's why I love Pill Club. Here's the thing. Do you need to renew your birth control prescription? You want to switch your birth control? Maybe try it for the first time. Whether you know the brand or want help finding the best option, the Pill Club medical team has your back. They are such an incredible product. I am thinking about getting back on the pill. I got off for a second. Now I'm getting back. And I was like, listen, I'm not ever going to the doctor again if I don't have to. So I am so thrilled to just be ordering from the Pill Club. They also have over 120 FDA approved brands and most brands of birth control are free with insurance or Medicaid. Otherwise, prices start as low as $7 per month without insurance. The Pill Club delivers birth control to your door for free in discreet packaging along with some fun self-care goodies. You know it. And right now when you go to thepillclub.com slash absolutely not, the Pill Club is offering a $10 donation to bedsider.org for every absolutely not listener who becomes a patient. Your donation will help low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. That's thepillclub.com slash absolutely to get your first birth control care package and donate to help more women in need of affordable birth control. Remember thepillclub.com slash absolutely. You must use the link to make the donation. Hi, Heather. This is Megan from St. Louis and I have an absolutely not for you. Um, so absolutely not to going to a wedding and not serving red wine. Yes, they had white wine, but no red wine because the bride did not want red wine filled on her wedding dress. Absolutely not to that. No way. Techno, techno, not okay. So anyways, love and light. So excited to see you next month in Lexington. Um, I think it's called Lexington, Kentucky. But anyways, I'm from St. Louis, so I don't know. But anyways, so proud of you. Keep doing you. And Gucci Yang, see you. Bye. Okay, this is insane. No red wine. Who the fuck does this bride think she is? Now, the theater in Charleston was smart because they didn't sell red wine in the theater because they didn't want you to come in and stain their very historic, very beautiful uh, seats, which I actually was like, oh, good, good, good plug there. Good play. Bitch, you know, the bottom of your wedding dress is going to be filthy. Okay, it's going to be like the bottom of a pair of Ugg boots on a January, I don't know, 15th kind of day after a wet rain. It's like you're hosting a party, ma'am. You know what you're supposed to do? Host. I had no idea that they didn't have red wine at this in Charleston until they told me, but it's because it's a very fancy place and everyone's getting really fucked up. But a wedding, it's not just about you, ma'am. I'm talking to the bride. Ma'am, it's about everybody. If my mother came to your wedding and you only had white wine, she, she, you know, honestly, she'd take the cash out of the gift and put it back in her pocket and bounce. You know, it is what it is. Oh my God, no red wine. You can still, you can still spill a Jack and Coke on a Vera Wang. What is this bitch talking about? 
Listen, a tequila soda with a splash of crayon can leave a mark. I don't think anybody thought this through. You're telling me you're not going to have a single mix cocktail? Now, I stay to the clear stuff and I love a good glass of red wine. But if I'm going to go drink heavy, I don't drink. You know, if I'm like going out, I, I stick to the clear liquor because that's the only way I can survive the next day. But I'll tell you what, I do love a Cabernet. It's also cash bars. Cash bars at weddings, I, I it's beyond me. And I get it if you can't afford it. I'm not trying to like, you know, shame anybody or financially. I, I understand that. I do understand that. But there's some days where it's like either do the party right. I don't know. I don't know. That's a slippery slope, actually. That's a slippery slope. That is a slippery slope. But but you know what? Fuck it. You know what? I think cash bars are better if you can at least pay for what the fuck you want. If I'm going to Emily's wedding and she says no red wine, I go, what is my mother supposed to do? Sit here and look at you? That's like racist. She's Italian. You know what her lifeblood is? Red wine. That's an elderly hate crime. Almost anybody who attends a wedding above the age of 66, that's all they do is drink a dry red. So you know what? This bride sounds like she's anti-elders. Wait till that hits the five o'clock news. Extra, extra, read all about it. Emily's a bitch and grandma wants a Merlot. Unfucking believable Truly. God. Brides, I'm, I'm getting back into the, the wedding planning. I am. I'm in the thick of it, a little bit of it now. And they're the only thing I care about. I, I actually, I'm going to go get a wedding dress in January in, um, in Dallas. But I don't, I have no, I don't care about anything except the food and the booze and the entertainment. Because like, whatever, we're already legally married. Like, I just want to throw the party. This is the party. The vows, the bridesmaids, all that. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I just want you to show up to this this wedding and be like, that was fun from the moment I got there. And that's why when you come to a Heather McMahon show, from the moment you walk in the door, from the across the street at the fucking pizza place, you're high-fiving people. You get in the door, you're high-fiving people. You're dancing. You laugh your ass off for two hours and then you head out and hit the nightclubs afterwards. You stain your teeth with a little... Cabernet Sauvignon, and then you wake up the next morning naked next to your friend. And that is what I call fun. And everybody in the building likes chocolate. Jake, that's where I'm at. I love that the, the, the bride actually said, no, no one's allowed. I'm not doing red wine at my wedding because I don't want anybody to spill on me. Then she's a fucking idiot. What, are you not going to have a steak with like a Bordelais or a demi-glaze at the meal? Are you serving clear foods? You know, somebody could come up to you with a canapé in their hand with a cocktail sauce on it, trip over you, and it could go down the dress. I think if you're just thinking it's liquids on the dance floor, you're an asshole. And to be honest with you, I crush the dance floor for about 45 minutes, and then I go out and smoke cigs. And I don't even smoke cigs, but sometimes, Emily, if I was invited to your wedding, I'd be fucking smoking cigs, okay? Because I'd be out there pacing back and forth with how annoyed I was that I couldn't get a glass of Chianti. And that's on God. Um, Y'all, we've got more shows coming up this weekend. 
We've got one show in Montgomery. We have three shows in Nashville. And then I'll see you in Reading, Pennsylvania. And then two shows to end the year in D.C. Couple tickets left at some of the shows. I'm pretty sure Nashville's like 100, 100% sold out. Again, if for any reason you can't come to the shows or vice versa, or you need to move your tickets around, there's so many people who are trying to get tickets. Um, there's a Heather 911 group on Facebook. Try and go there. Don't send them to me. I don't always see it. And I'm not Ticketmaster. But again, you can always get tickets at heatherontour.com. I cannot wait to see you guys out there. This has been such a fun episode. Thank you for letting me bitch and complain. Trigger warning. No red wine. (laughs) Don't let anybody censor you. And remember, time is of the essence. Reclaim your youth. Live, laugh, love. And you know what? Some days you just got to say, fuck it. Arrivederci. I'll see you on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Always, you can call into the hotline, 800-213-7503. See you on the next episode. Ciao, Bella. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.